Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for this season. I am your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BNB, and with me is my co-host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we talked about two new summer shows, Kageki Shoujo, with two exclamation marks, and Love Live Superstar, with three exclamation marks. I like how you had to point out the exclamation marks in these titles. It's very important, the number of exclamation marks. It indicates, like, which season it is, right? Oh, I guess so. But, you know, you could have just shown it in your voice. But actually not so, because isn't this the first season of Kageki Shoujo? It is, but I was looking, reading about it, and apparently there's a manga called Kageki Uh Shoujo with one exclamation mark. Oh, is it of different characters, like a time before this time in the anime? I don't know. I know nothing about it except it exists, and there is a sequel that has two exclamation marks, and the anime also has two exclamation marks. (laughs) I see. Okay. Well, uh, since we're talking about Kageki Shoujo, why don't we just continue into talking about the anime then? Sure. So this one, they're doing, what is it called? Kageki, I guess. Yes, Kageki. It's some weird, like, acting musical thing where... Oh, Koka? Are you talking about their, oh, yes, the name of Koka. their school or the name of the show? <laughs> no, the name of the the performances they do. I think it's Koka or Koga or something like that, right? Yeah, they attend the Koka School of Musical and Theatrical Arts. Yes, and they do plays, and they're in these different troops... And they have, mm-hmm. like, these uh, celebrities and the troops, and they all want to be the best actress. And yes. apparently this is sort of based on a real thing. Not even sort of. It's totally inspired by a real-life troupe called Takarazuka Review. I remember seeing advertisements for this when I was in Tokyo. can't remember if it was in Tokyo Tower or the other one. Um, but I remember the entire floor had, like, the, these posters just foot-to-ceiling posters of these really Hmm. dressed-up women because everyone, all of the parts, male and female, are acted out by females. So I said sort of because please tell me that uh, the sports festival isn't real. I I don't know about that one. I guess it's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) That was the most recent episode, right? Or or very close to the most recent one. That, That would be like the stuff of nightmares if you finish school and you still have to do these humiliating sports festivals with like big audiences cheering for you people are watching you and actually i can't remember was it televised it might have been yeah oh my goodness (laughs) it kind of makes me think of um hero academia you know they're doing their sports festival for people's entertainment oh yeah that's true (laughs) inside of heroes we've got I don't know if idols is the right word, but definitely performers, right? They're, they're wanting to be stage performers. Yeah, one of them is an ex-idol, so it's yes. definitely kind of similar. Was there more of a summary, or it's it's basically just about these aspiring performers, like we mentioned, right, who want yeah, to be part of this I guess it focuses on two of them. One of them, she uh, quit being an idol 
to to do this, but she's kind of lost. Mm -hmm. And the other one, she wanted to do um, Gakugo, right? Mm -hmm. But she was told she can't because she's not a man. So she she saw uh, the show from this troupe, and she wanted to be uh, the woman who dressed as a man, the like most famous actor, who's Oscar in the Oscar play. from was it Rose of Versailles or something? Yeah, that's right. And um, they end up being roommates, and they don't get along, but eventually they become friends. Yeah, isn't it kind of funny how at the start like, they just absolutely hate each other, which I guess it's not too strange for shows like this, that people who would be so opposite in personalities would be really annoying to one another at the beginning, eventually come together and, un- and understanding and end up being really close, right? Well, the hatred's only one way. The, the idle girl hates the tall girl. She basically hates everyone. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. She likes uh, the one her teacher. Uncle? Yeah. Uh, how's he related to her? I can't remember. I forget. I think he might be her uncle, yeah. You know, I'm actually really surprised that you like this show. You know, my enthusiasm has waned a bit the last few episodes. Oh, it has. Especially with the sports festival arc. <laughs> oh, well, wow. Surprise, surprise. Well, let's rewind <laughs> then a little bit and see what about this caught your attention and had you like it at the start. Yeah, that's a good question. The thing that grabbed me is their facial expressions, I feel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you, you can't really tell what they're feeling just just by looking at their faces. I thought that was really well done. Mm-hmm. They have a lot. They're feeling a lot of things. They're teenage girls. Their relationship with each other is pretty interesting. I also like how the characters are a little bit unusual, especially for this kind of show. Like how the... The idol girl is actually an idol dropout and has no interest in being an idol again, unlike in some other show we'll talk about later. Not that she actually was interested in being an idol in the beginning, if you recall. Exactly. Exactly. She's a smart girl. Not so smart, actually, but go ahead. Okay. In this one aspect, she's a smart girl. But Mm -hmm. And the other one, I like how she's tall and uh, she's kind of unusual for that. She doesn't, like, check the traditional cute girl boxes, although in other ways she certainly does. But what I really like about her is how she, like, has a boyfriend, and she's just so casual about it. You know, I think it's kind of debatable. I I truly wonder if, when she calls him a boyfriend, is he really the kind of boyfriend most other people think about? That's true. (laughs) It might end up going for the gay ending, which I'd also be happy with. I mean, I, I just saw them more as friends than anything else. They didn't seem to act any other way. I mean, it's per- certainly possible to be... I mean, lots of people, their best friend is their lover, right? But I just didn't see any um, erotic... What's the right phrase? Any sort of lust or anything between the two of them. <laughs> well, she calls him the boyfriend, so I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So that's what you liked at the start, and that's not carrying through to the recent episodes? Uh that's also there. I just felt the sports, sports festival was stupid. They dared utter the word sports, and you were just like, no! Uh, partially, but I mean, even you have to admit, in this show, that just that whole idea of like this professional idols doing the sports festival in the stadium on TV. <laughs> I mean, it's not just idols. I think it's basically any, any setting where you have a school. They're going to do the sports and the cultural festivals. I guess, yeah. Honestly, I I I don't know. They, why do we have to have a sh- school? 
I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a perfect setting to put together a bunch of young people with a common setting, right? Like they're going to have to come up with some yeah. other excuse. This school is a very easy place to put them. I guess I don't know. They could just be like apprentices in the troop. Uh, that's the other thing True. that uh, I like. This troop can't have like their own high school in reality. I hope. Why not? Like they go to the school, and their own, only future prospect is to work for the company who runs the school. You know, I don't remember the details of it, but I do wonder that if they don't make the cut, right, are they kicked out of the school to some other high school or can they finish out the school, but then they have this degree that they can use for like other performing troops? You know what I mean? Not necessarily the one of their dreams, but maybe they can be part of some other sort of acting, dancing, singing performance elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they could, but the the whole setup seems uh, ripe for exploitation. Yeah. Yeah, I would be curious to know if there's something like this at all in reality, because we know that this is based on the real one, right? The Takarazuka Review. Like, do they have a school? I don't know. I hope not, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there certainly are such things as schools who focus on different areas, like schools that are known for sports, high schools that are known for performing arts. Like, that would be more realistic, right? As opposed to, like, this is the high school for this specific troupe. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, but you don't like it that much? No, I think like you, I really, really liked the show from the get-go. I tend to like these kinds of art styles with like the, it seemed very pastel-y mm. and the character designs and it seemed very much a, I know the title says shoujo, but to me it was sort of crossing that line between like shoujo and jose a little bit. And so I really enjoyed seeing like these characters who are passionate about the arts that they do. And I really liked the way that they talked about Narachi's character, right? How she was an idol trying to escape from her traumatic past and how then she got more trauma there and then escaped to the school for the troupe, even though she doesn't actually want to perform. I thought that was really fascinating. And then like you, I really like Sarasa's character. She cracks me up. Just her personality, her character design with her height, but then her ridiculous blonde (laughs) pigtails. Like she's just great. I thought her, isn't her like kind of green too? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to remember. There's like, it's yellow, pinkish. She's got different colors in her yeah, hair, right? Yeah. But yeah, no, she's fantastic. And I'm okay with the school setting. I like that it has more of a performing arts slant to it. That makes it more interesting to me. Because um, I've seen quite a few shows that are featured on like music schools. So yeah. I'm fine with that. Although I would have to admit with you, I felt like the sports part was really out of place. I'm not really a fan of that part of the story that is in this recent episode. I think they could have done without it. Okay, good. It's not just my anti-sports bias. No, it just really felt like filler. Yeah. Well, I've been watching four episodes of the Mohoka School Sports Festival arc. I'm sorry. So by comparison, <laughs> this wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, it's just one episode. They're done with it. They're hopefully never going to return to it, and hopefully there will be no... We didn't do a cultural festival, did we? I don't think so. Okay, hopefully there's no cultural festival, and hopefully there's no swimsuit episode. Like, let's just skip those. Well, the, this one sports festival episode was still better than any episode of Mahuka, so. Yeah. I don't know if that's a very high bar, but. It's not. <laughs> but yeah, what else about the show that did you enjoy, or do you have any favorite moments that you would want to talk about? My, my favorite moment was uh, the stalker episode. Where, do you remember this? Yeah, well, that's part of what I was talking about, was I really liked the development of Nautry's character and talking about her 
past with her family and then with her idol group and then, you know, confronting that guy at the school. Oh, that's not the part I liked about it, though. But you just specifically liked him, right? <laughs> that episode? Uh, no, I liked uh, the other girl. What was her name? Uh, the tall girl. Which one? Her roommate? S- Sarasa? Yeah, I liked Sarasa's interaction with the stalker boy. Like, how... <laughs> um, the the idol girl, she just, like, ran away and fled and was crying. And mm-hmm. then the other girl came up. He, she was going to, like, beat up the stalker boy or whatever. Uh, but then she ended up becoming best friends with him. <laughs> well, yeah, because she is perceptive. No matter how ditzy she may seem, you know, silly she yeah. may seem, I think she's actually very good at reading people. For sure. And she's open. Like She's not going to close people off. Now, she also doesn't have the trauma in the way that Narachi does, right? Yeah. But I think she's willing to give people the benefit of the doubt and listen to them, which is what she does for that guy. Exactly. Oh, did you have a favorite part? I also really liked that part. I liked how <laughs> at first she was going to beat him up and then Narachi was all like thankful or whatever, but turns around, she actually just sits with him and talks with him and figures out what's going on. And then Narachi feels all betrayed. I thought that was funny. And then the whole part at the scene where she runs away and they have to find her and the dude's the one who like has a good idea of how to find her. Yeah. And how he like comes flying out of the sky to tackle those other guys. <laughs> I just, and then that, that scene where the art style on Sarasa changes and she almost looks like a Jojo character or something. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great episode. Not quite as good as the AKV0048 stalker episode. I see. I don't know about that one because I still haven't seen that. Oh, darn. I also liked how, um, I think it was right after or right before the stalker episode where, where the two roommates had got in this big fight. I love conflict. Are we talking about the twins? No, no, no. The main characters, Sarasa oh, and okay. What's Her Face. Okay, so very early on. Well, very early on, the idol hated Sarasa. Right. But then at one point, Sarasa got mad at the idol, and the idol wanted to apologize, but didn't know what to do. Just showed a different side of them. I thought it was a very well done episode. The tables have turned. Because you would have expected that the opposite, right? But then the tables kind of turn. Yeah. No, I'm just really enjoying the show week to week, although I'm having a hard time pegging like specific arcs that I liked more than others because I've just enjoyed the show overall. Yeah, it's it's been overall quite solid. Yeah, and we're only three weeks out from the end, right? Because we're at the 10th episode already out of 13. This is only a single core show. Oh, okay. And I'm wondering, I can't feel like we're coming to a true ending. I feel like they could definitely go on more because they're only in their first year, right? Uh, yeah, I can't imagine it's gonna, it'll just probably stop in the middle somewhere. Yeah, so I'm curious if they're going to have a room for a sequel, or what? I guess we'll see. I don't know. It doesn't seem like the show that becomes super popular, sadly. But you never know. You never know. You could always read the manga with either exclamation point. Is it complete? Do you know? I don't think so. Oh, bummer. Well, maybe the single single exclamation mark was one is done. Yeah, the, the single one's done. That was only two volumes. Okay, maybe I'll take a look at that and see what it's about. Yeah. You want to move on to our next show? Sure. The next show, I didn't watch. Damn it! I was wondering if I was the only one, because I thought you watched the first episode. Love Live Superstar. I actually, you convinced me to watch the second episode. And do you regret it? 
No, but I also didn't watch the third episode, so... <laughs> well, I thought originally the reason why you didn't watch it was because there were no other episodes out, because they took a break for the Olympics. Oh, no, that's not why. Didn't oh, okay, watch it okay. because it's about school idols. Quite a few people I know were like, why isn't there any more episodes for, like, how many more weeks? And then it's like, duh, because there's the Olympics right now, and they made an announcement that quite a few shows were going to be taking a break. Um, so this one's a little bit behind, but we are at six of 12 episodes. Sports. It's uh, the only going thing worse well. than idols. Sports. Then idols right above it. Idols are a little better than sports. I'll give them that. Well, Love Live already has a very strong following. We were talking about how we didn't think Kakaki Shoujo would be popular enough to warrant a sequel, but there's no doubt about the popularity of Love Live. This is, I don't even know, the fourth Variant. I, I don't so, even yeah. remember how many Love Life series there are. There's like a couple with the main crew, and then there was like another one that was a spinoff, and then this one is an, again like a whole nother different setting, different girls. And I actually think it's my favorite group of them all. Hmm. I actually watched all the previous ones, and I liked the first season a lot, and then the second one not so much. But I mean, I, I liked it well enough, but it just felt like more of the first. And then a spinoff, I was kind of like, these girls are just carbon copies of stereotypes. And <laughs> I was just like, meh, these aren't the girls I liked from before. And so I just <laughs> never fell in love with them. And then Superstar came out, and it was very different from the others. Because the others already had like a good number of girls that were in them. I don't even remember. There was like five, six, um, quite a number. This one starts out with just two. Not even just two. There's like, it starts out really with one who wants to be in a school idol group. Wait, really? I thought it always started like that. I thought they like go around and gather friends to join they the They do, but it's like a lot quicker about getting a lot of people. Um, and this one, like we're at the sixth episode and they're only now looking at possibly a fourth member, the girl who's been helping them all along, but who kept saying no, she couldn't join because she had her other she she's a dancer mm. and that's what she's in school for is dancing Great. while she's willing to help them out with their routine like she's like oh i can't join you because i have my own dancing studies to do i don't want to be distracted so i mean we're already halfway through and they're only now getting another member hmm. and then from the promos if you look at the opening and all the art you know that there's going to be a fifth girl but she's not in the picture yet like you see her at the star she's kind of a brat at the star and is opposing them making this idol group but she's not even oh the council president that exactly that's in every love life yes but we're halfway through and she still hasn't joined them wait so there's only five love lives i thought usually there's like 10 or 12 or something that's what i'm saying it's far less the character development i think is a lot better here because we are taking our time getting Mm. each girl and we focus mostly on the three characters even though there's like sort of four now one of them, I feel like we know a lot less than the other, and I don't actually really like her that much. She's just, okay. She's sort of funny when she's paired with one of the other girls. But the one I really watched this show for is the Chinese girl. She's like a Chinese exchange student who comes to this school, which is Yuigawaka's Girls High School, which is famous for its performing arts, but they have this special thing where they split the performing arts students from like regular students, even though they all go to the same school. They sort of have the same uniforms, but like different focuses. Is your favorite the rap girl, or is it a different one? I like her a lot, but my favorite one is the Chinese girl. I see. And her name is weird because it's spelled like K-E-K-E, but they pronounce it cuckoo, so... She's just... Maybe that's why you like Sarah's character, is how her expressions are so crazy, right? (laughs) 
Uh, Cuckoo's facial expressions in Love Live are also crazy. So I really enjoy seeing all of the faces that she makes from episode to episode. Is she Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? No, but she's Cuckoo for Idols and for for Canon. Yes, for Idols and for Canon, which is the girl that is the main character basically from the start, but who has a very strong stage fright. So that's why she tried out for the school and just totally like froze at the trial. And so she didn't make it through the performance that she had to end up going to like the regular student portion. I feel like one of the originals was a canon. Is that true? Maybe. I don't remember. Hmm. I think it's fairly common as a name um, because of the musical connection there with that name. But I don't remember. Oh, what's the, oh, like Pachelbel's canon? Yeah. Interesting. That never occurred to me. But I don't know why else it's popular. But uh, she's really good at singing and she writes music. But when she gets in front of people, she just freezes and she can't perform. And Kuka sort of helps her through that. And that's one of my favorite moments is when they get up on stage uh, after like a lot of trial and error of trying to perform in front of strangers and sometimes being performed, sometimes not being able to. And then they finally have to do this big performance and then... Canon realizes that Cuckoo's also scared. Like, it's not just her. Cuckoo's also scared. And so that's what gives her the bravery to, like, finally open up. And then they do their first performance, just the two of them. Right. And then that's how it catches, like, the interest of some of the other girls. So I just think the characters in this one are more interesting. And I like having gotten to know them more um, before the other girls, so it doesn't feel rushed like some of the other Love Life series. Yeah. It's a fun show. Gosh, none of them felt rushed to me. They all felt too long. So as Mm. as someone who only watched the first two episodes, can you tell me more about how much rap is in the later episodes? None. I'm sorry. It was just those first. That was it. I don't know why. I felt like bait and switch. Like they, they like showed a little bit of it with the one girl. It's the girl whose focus is on dancing. Like she was the one that does like that funny little rapping scene. And then she never does it again. Like she comes back to help them with dance. And she's supposed to be, like, this amazing dancer who, like, really worked hard to get to where she is. And you find out some backstory about her, how she was bullied when she was a little kid. And that's why she's really thankful to Canon because Canon helped her out mm. and was her her friend. Um, but you don't see the rap. It doesn't come back. So, But maybe it's implied that she's going to become a new member. Maybe she'll bring some rap into the group. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. well, so far, I'm so glad I dropped this show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll see where we go from here. I, Like I said, I really like Cuckoo. I like Canon. Chisato is great. The fourth girl, Sumire, is like this weird girl who did... She did this gig as a kid. Like She was a child performer who did this silly uh, commercial as an isopod. And the other girl likes to make fun of her for it. That sounds just like uh, the childhood friend anime. <laughs> she like wears this funny suit when she was a little kid and does this dance and song and that's what she's known for but she hasn't been able to uh break out from that moment wow it sounds exactly like the childhood friend anime what do you mean that was more than just a commercial <laughs> that was like a whole popular series that like topped the charts i see but later they do a commercial too yeah well this one is like this that was like the girl's only thing was this one episode or this one commercial with her jingle that she's embarrassed of and she wants to get scouted by an agency so she walks this area back and forth back and forth repeatedly trying to get someone to notice her and reach out but they never do and then she finally joins this idol group um she's kind of a snob 
because she has quote unquote experience in the industry, even though it was just, you know, that commercial. I see. But I like her with Cuckoo because you find out later that she's a really good cook. Cuckoo's Chinese and she wants everyone to like taste her Chinese food, but she utterly fails at it and burns all the food. Sumiri takes one look at the recipe and like perfectly cooks all of the Chinese food that she's never cooked before. Are there any boys in the show? No. I see. I don't really recall any boys. Sorry. You know what would make this show better? What? Giant robots. Hmm. What about a bitchy student council president? Because there's that girl who hasn't joined yet. That's every love life. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I have yeah. watched Love Life before. I watched the first one, and I watched the one where they were like near the ocean. That's like the spinoff, right? Yeah, I think so. And where they talk about like the girls from the first season, kind of, because they're yeah. famous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, that was the one I was meh about. I was also meh about it. So when I watched, I almost didn't watch the Superstar one because I was sort of let down by that other. But I'm glad I did because I'm enjoying it, even if you are glad you didn't get into it. Good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. There are no need for robots. Uh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> yeah. The best idol anime ever was AKV0048. Yeah, um, we talked about Kageki Shoujo, and we talked about Love Live, and somehow you decided to insert AKB into both discussions. It just, after I saw AKB 0048, my reaction to idol anime has never been the same. Let me make a promise to you, Draggle. How about I watch AKB before this year is up? Okay, sounds good. And we can talk about it. I think you'll like it. We'll see. <laughs> Tune in again to Kaisaki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaisaki Anime Podcast or on our individual accounts at Draggle underscore Kuhn and at Anime BNB. Listen and review us on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to grow and improve. You can also find us on Google Play and Spotify. Thanks for listening. See you next time.